the enormity of, of their flat brain, the enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming. You have to do yourself a favor when you're out in the countryside and you see chicken. Try to look a chicken in the eye with great intensity and the intensity of stupidity that is looking back at you is just amazing. Hello, welcome to the, I have no idea, 53rd and final episode of the Chicken Chess Club podcast. My name is Jan Gustafsson. I just got back to Hamburg from the beautiful city of Warsaw and I am delighted to be joined here to talk about the Grand Chess Tour, the Champions Chess Tour, the Chicken Chess Tour, the Femmins Wiede Grand Prix. Anyway, you get the idea. By Peter Nielsen and Laurent Fressinet. Peter, how are you? I'm great. I mean, I'm basically, well, I turned 50 this week and I was thought... Congratulations. I was inspired by Mr. Dutchy. So I actually had a full birthday week. I mean, I was watching Final Four basketball, then a Rammstein concert, then partying in, in Denmark, Lithuania. And now I'm back doing podcasts with you. So all When you say partying, what does that mean? I actually had a vodka shot at some point. Wow. One, obviously, but yes, that, that is party. Well, that's, you know, having breakfast with kids, uh, visiting my 80-year-old mother, this kind of stuff. I don't know how you guys party. But, uh... Same. Same. No, <laughs> looks like you partied late yesterday night. Uh, how are you? Yeah, uh, I'm good. I'm on, on the road. Uh, having a Simon today. Tomorrow, I will be coordinating. I will be coordinating chess boxing. So, yeah, that's kind of uh, chess boxing, the chess part, I guess. Uh, but, uh, yeah, all good. I'm I'm sorry for my sound. I mean, I don't have, they don't have Wi-Fi here. So I have internet on my phone, which is not ideal, I guess. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> but it's pity because I was following the, <laughs> I was following closely the Gun Chess Tour and the Champion Chess Tour. So I have a lot to say about uh, these tournaments. I can't wait for... But you were there. You were there. So how, I was there. How, how, how was your week? It was nice, honestly. I, I was very impressed with the city of Warsaw. I've been raving about it already. We had nice weather, and yeah, it's so beautiful there. Great cafes, great food, great walking routes. Um, I found a very nice Polish gym. I I went, got up early in the morning, went to the gym. I felt like a very productive member of society. Then I hung out in this VIP room, whatever it's called, the Players' Lounge of this Grand, Grand Chess Tour, where I was with Anish Magnus Carlsen, former world champion, was also playing... The only critique I would have, or I'm not sure if it's a big deal, but it was on the like third floor of some nice museum. And in order to get out, the players had to sneak past a lot of fans because there were a lot of chess fans there. Or, yeah, ask somebody if they could be brought by some elevator where you needed someone to let them in and out again. And there were a lot of people in a confined space with not a lot of air. So I think it must have been a bit tough. I, I could go go in and out. And for some reason, I'm not as popular as the players. 
But if you want to go out and sign autographs, like you, you want some fresh air, there's nine rounds of blitz, then it must not be so easy, no? Like, I'm not sure if this is... For Magnus, it must be a common problem, no, Peter? Yeah, but that's where the role of the second come in. I mean, basically, we are putting basketball screens. That's why you, you need someone who is, uh, well, solid in, in, in size in, in both directions. I mean... Yeah, yeah I've, I've, been, I've been working out, but it's... It's rough if there are, is everybody is asking you for a signature and you have to be rude to all these people when you just want three minutes of fresh air, no? Like between every, every rock. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I, well, it happens everywhere to, to, to Magnus. Even in, let's say, in, in Stavanger, I mean, he comes by the main entrance. You see people one, two minutes before the game uh, asking for autograph because, well, they think the game hasn't started not uh, yet and such. It happens in Weig as well. I guess you live with it, but of course, if there is hundreds, it gets tough. No, no, I've been to Stavanger and Vike, it really doesn't compare. Like, there was one door, you come out, and there's literally 200 people standing, and you can't can't get past it. No. (laughs) So, yeah. I I, I, I get your your point, but... So, of course, a luxury problem. It's beautiful to see there is so much attendance and and passion for chess. It wasn't a sort of theater style room in a museum and it was packed every day so it was very very impressive to see how much they're into chess and was a really nice event but yeah for the players uh, i could i could imagine it's a bit it's a bit tricky that's how it is at chess well also i mean i come well i was at basketball sunday and it always you know when we talk about huge numbers in chess we talked about hundreds not uh, tens of thousands right but uh, I think it's a relevant point in chess that uh, players normally don't have separate entrances and stuff like this. And, of course, it creates problems. The same, well, I think we have debated before, let's say, at some, let's say, Olympiad and World Rapid and Blitz, people might complain Magnus gets special treatment. But the problem is also at these events that the players are actually the fans themselves. So, I mean, in a football match, of course, players enter from a separate entrance. They have their locker room, so on and so forth. It is kind of weird in, in chess, but uh, I mean, well, if Magnus didn't seem bothered by it, it, it somehow, well, he seems to be more relaxed about it uh, these days, I guess. No, I'm not sure I didn't no. ask him much much about it. Also, I should say that the event was very nicely organized and they also offered, yeah, if you want to get, get out, you can you can ask and they will open this elevator. There was some sort of private elevator. But it wasn't like you could just step out for some air you needed yeah. to ask and then be asked to be let let in again. So yeah, I could imagine it's a bit tricky for the players, but of course, luxury problems. Yeah, for me it was nice. I was sitting in this players' lounge where there was a lot of food, a lot of drinks, and it looked like there was mainly yeah there was one VIP room where they had some other food and one players' lounge where everybody was hanging out. So I was chilling with. I feel Lotus, of course, and with uh, yeah the seconds that were there. I, I, feel, I feel some déjà vu. It's my impression that both for Bucharest and Dusseldorf, you were also saying that you were hanging out in the VIP lounge with food and drinks, right? So no, Bucharest, I wasn't in any lounge a, a single time. Dusseldorf, Dusseldorf, I was in the lounge. <laughs> yeah, Bucharest, yeah. I was just just in my room. You you but were that was classical out. chess as well. It's a bit different with this. With, with the fusion, no? rapid. The problem yeah, is yeah, also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are with the Fioja, uh, with the uh, with the Fioja family in Bucharest, right? Um, yeah, that was at lunch and dinner and at the public <laughs> events. The Fioja family, except for for Alisa, yeah, they they were there. Oh, but, so, sorry for spying, but I will do it anyway. But what's your role? You actually speak, but you're a guy during uh, well between the rounds and stuff like this. You have to have. Uh, prep no, I was ready. gonna I was gonna 
get to that, I guess that also depends on the setting. You're probably more experienced with these Rappel and Blitz, but there's no no private room. And also in this player's lounge, there was pretty bad internet. So the first day, I thought I'll be a proper second and I'll bring my computer and we can look at stuff during the games. It's not really how it it played out. Like you have this 10-minute break and yeah, you want to... <clears throat> We want to chill a bit for the rapid we make the plan or anish makes the plan more or less before the day anyway you only have three opponents so it's not like you you can do a lot of stuff of course you can check something on on the phone like while the games are going and then say yeah this or this happened but there wasn't a lot of preparation to be done no i thought <laughs> it's more honest. you're probably there for reminder he just if he asked okay well what yeah, what's yeah, actually the plan you say sure that's that's how it is now so it's uh... No, I mean, being available, of course, make, makes sense in these uh, situations. Yeah, so. I guess it, yeah. It also depends on the setting, but if everybody's in the same room and there's no great internet, it's not no, very no. serious. If you're saying, okay, this guy, this guy, we move the epoch. Yeah. But I'm sure you are, you are very useful in uh, cheering him up after he blundered uh, a queen, for instance. I was going to wait how long you <clears throat> need to get to that moment that brought you so much. So much joy. Jumping, yeah, yeah, was completely yeah. winning against Magnus, and then it got out of hand. Although, yeah, before the Queen Blunder, the trend had already, already shifted. Um, yeah, what to say? Congratulations. I'm, I'm very happy. It made you happy. We should mention that Magnus won the event. He had a rough, rough rapid stretch for his standards. Started very, very slowly. I think one out of three the first day and so on. Yeah, it was three points. I don't think he won a game the first two days. No. Yeah. No, he made yeah five doors, one loss. Yeah. And he was three points behind Duda, I think, going into the blitz portion, but then completely crushed in the blitz portion and finished two points ahead of everybody. So he still got it. He still got it. Yeah, plus ten in the blitz, the blitz section. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm generally a believer, but after the first couple of days, you know, I was checking the, the ranking. It was it was a bit far, but still, uh, I mean, it's always you know you you know that most likely in this tournament without let's say Naka or Alireza, nobody can. I mean, nobody can make a, a very very big score, so this is good for Magnus, and he can always come back. Uh, in general, uh, Maxim or Wesley, they can of course win or Duda. They can, of course, win the tournament, but they, they won't make any, you know, a big, big score. Uh, so Magnus always has a chance to to come back if he has a good day in Blitz. And he won like seven in a row in the middle. So, 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 so that was kind of good, yeah. Oh, Jan said he was behind with three points. That's correct. He was, he made one and a half point less in Rapid, but just Blitz counts the, only the half, right? So he had yeah, to yeah. make three, three points, points in there. In I the think standings, yeah. there is this guy who is doing chess by numbers, who is doing statistics on who is most likely to win the event. And I think before the final day, Magnus was trailing by half a point, and it gave Magnus at sixty-five percent to win and Duda at fifteen. So I mean, well, they they give him a considerable edge in, in blitz, and it seems to be rightly so. And um, well, the yeah. trend was already very yeah, yeah. much in his favor yeah. there as well, and half of a point, of course, is a favorite. No, but no. going into the blitz, I wasn't. I no, wasn't sure. I, no, after the first two days, of course, I thought, okay, if this is the level, perhaps, uh, well, you know, we have to start really considering some things. But um, no, I, I get this point that the only one who can get into this flow and score absurd amount of points, 
he can do. And uh, well, yeah, it, it happened uh, again. I mean, I don't know. It was not like you have the feeling it was very impressive work from him to some extent, was it? Or no, no. I think his hand is still yeah exactly. clear to the others, and as mentioned, with the circumstances there as well. I think yeah, it's very important to get into mm. into the flow and get the groove. Yeah. He was doing his thing, being late for for the games, and it it, it was yeah, just uh, good old Magnus. Like, um, yes, some games were were very good. I mean, I I can tell there's a couple of games he played against my my countryman Maxim. I mean, he played brilliant. I think Magnus played brilliant uh, both games, and he he was a bit toning in the opening as well, so that Thank didn't you. help. I mean, this uh, Danish gambit. For your birthday, Peter, I still cannot believe you are 50. I mean, you look so young. Um, this is amazing. And the yeah. Polish, actually, he played twice the Polish. I mean, the, the first game in Rapid against Wojtaszek, of course, to play the Polish is a bit of a, of a handicap because you get... Uh, I mean, you, I you almost got it to... Now oh, you are just dissing my prep. I strongly dislike that. I thought it was great. You think, but... yeah, okay. But I'm sure he mixed up. I'm sure Peter put Bishop E7, not A6 in the file, and then uh, like everything's great. Exactly. I cannot tell you such secrets, but you also have Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still right. Yeah, yeah. No. And, 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 and we know how you walk, so <laughs> so we can get the moves. <laughs> I, I have a space bar as well. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> no, you have to space bar at the right time. It's an art form. But of course, not to get too much into into theory debates. Um, the Polish is a is a risky choice, and Wojtaszek Polish is d4 b5, and Rally Wojtaszek played played a good game. I thought overall yeah, in the first round it was nice to see local hero or one of the two local heroes with with Duda in Poland. There got a lot of applause, and I'm sure the fans were happy. Duda fighting for first, Wojtaszek beating Magnus. They, they got a lot of moments, and as we said, Duda he could have won. Or caught Magnus in the very last round was an exciting game. If Duda were to win it, he would have had the same number of points. And he was winning in mm -hmm. quite some some spots, some weird end game. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, to Magnus had a pretty Brooke. good opening against him. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's to be fair. That makes it worse. No, it was plus three after seven moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Duda no, no, had a comeback. <laughs> I was not pricing my boss for, for a change. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. no it's good. It's honestly good to, to see Duda back. I mean, we praised him uh, many times here, and uh, he has a bad period, and uh, it seems that he, he could find some the, some extra he, motivation to play in at home. It's also really his tournament. No, he won it exactly. last year. Um, I don't know if playing at home also gives him motivation, but the format, Superbet, Rapid and Blitz, he just seems very, very strong in this. Mm -hmm. No, that, that was a tell. He had a, he had a pep in his step. Like, he looked... A bit more sad, like from far away in Vike or Dusseldorf, where it didn't go so well here. Yeah, look very confident. Yeah, it's good. It's good. And when he's uh, in the top shape, then he can fight with. Uh, or to have our usual Magnus. debate, I mean, do we? Do you actually include Duda in the, the group below Magnus? Sort of, uh, I mean, or. No. No. In what format? That's a good question. I mean, if it's classical, of course not. Classical Duda is, yeah, he's quite far behind. No, but yeah, he's um, not a world championship contender uh, by by the current rules, right? No, of course, in Rapid and Blitz, he's extremely good. I mean, mm -hmm. he finished second uh, 
in World Blitz, not this year, but the previous year, so he can always win one of these events or win some Grand Two events, that's for sure. So, but in classical, no. I mean, you cannot, I mean, it's 2730 or something, so you cannot, I, mean, I will check my numbers, but uh, yeah, something. No, mm -hmm. it's not in that group, no. No, I mean, he hasn't showed it yet, but there's been some good signs recently. But probably Jan is right, he's rapid and blitz, right? So. No, in classical, he's been doing badly. Like, mm -hmm. uh, he's sorry, he didn't play in, in Vike, uh, I, should, I should say he cancelled. Yeah. He cancelled Vike. Mm -hmm. But yeah, in Dusseldorf, he didn't, didn't look. Mm -hmm. You haven't good, spoken about Magnus' uh, hair, as far as I can see. No, you'd be very happy because I know you judge haircuts by the longer the better. And Magnus' hair is very long. Like, um, is he? What's he going for there? You must have some some insights. No, I, mean, I can't say that. It's we've more been talking about Polish and Danish and uh, Scandinavian and these kind of uh, weird openings. Not so much. I mean, he's not taking a lot of fashion advice for me, but maybe he's ending up in my category. Uh, that could be, but I, I think I it's think an accident. So. Why would yeah. he not take fashion advice from you? <laughs> I, I don't get it either, but, uh, well, you know how it works in my team. You know, you answer when you can ask. You don't come up with suggestions yourself, right? So, But no, it's, uh, it, it was a marked difference to the others, uh, so-called professional looks. Uh, I thought Magnus looked different, but I'm a huge fan, obviously. Yeah, no surprises there. <laughs> and yeah, I'm not sure he's going going for a new new thing. Some some big Lebowski vibe from from Magnus. But yeah, still still winning the tournaments. Yeah, yeah. And very impressive. No, I, I think know, he, was, he was all by himself. There was no Henrik, no Peter. What's going on? Again, the usual thing. Uh, wasn't that? Es gibt in deinen Kontakten niemanden. Okay. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> we'll edit that one. So, out. so nobody was there. So, what, 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 what who did you spy on, uh, Jan? Can, can you reveal some some stuff? What about Guy Kimovic? Gary Kimovic was there. I have to say, I'm a bit shy around Gary Kimovic. Normally, yeah. I mean, it's fine to talk nonsense there in this players' lounge. Even Magnus doesn't doesn't scare me very much. Yeah. A little bit, but not that much. But Gary Kimovic, I still don't dare to talk nonsense or ask stupid questions when he's there. Like, uh, the players, I think, that know him, they're fine with him, and they're just debating games, and it's a, it's a loose vibe. But yeah, to me, he has a different different presence still. Like it's, yeah, um, Gary is... is, is uh, not not yeah. scary, but it's intimidating to some extent, right? And uh, Yeah, he doesn't do anything bad. He's very relaxed, no, no, no. but yeah, to me, growing up with him playing yeah, these yeah. matches against Karpov, yeah, yeah. I'm not comfortable asking dumb no, questions, no. so I just sit there and, and listen. <laughs> no, I mean, he says hi or not? I think he says hi to the to the room, but he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Any any single guy he doesn't know is sitting there. I mean, again, <laughs> so Ding, you're not sure knows you. Gary, he knows you. I'm also not sure. You're not sure. Ah, okay. would, that's what, that I was my question. Guess actually. so, but yeah, like uh, I think he does. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. No, there's more chances actually that guy like, knows. I have, I have interviewed him on air and so on. Like, yeah, uh, think... okay, could could still be. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think he knows me. I would guess but, so, uh, that. It also doesn't matter. Like, why would he greet me, some random guy? No, even no, if no. you know the name, I'm also not not greeting everybody. No, he stopped me once in the street in St. Louis, and we spoke for 15 minutes. But because he had to play wow. this 960 tournament, oh, that was very puzzling for me. I was even. Uh, 
compared to normally underdressed and stuff like that. Um, but maybe now I insulted him like two, three years ago, so briefly on online. Maybe he's uh, he is, uh, still holding grudges for that. I don't know. But um, no, I once had uh, in St. Louis at the closing, you sort of put at different tables and they put Vichy, Magnus, Henrik, and me and Gary. And basically, Vichy and Magnus just was uh, baiting Gary politically, and I had to sort of uh, talk about it. It was incredibly intimidating. I mean, uh, no, I mean, you, you don't dare contradict him, but you don't dare not say anything at else. And uh, he's, he, no, he's such a presence, right? I mean, it's. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Still, it, yeah. No, I, I, I mean, it's in good, our head as well, because we grew up with him, but no. Yeah, but it's true. You can tell. It's... Vichy or Magnus, you would, uh, you would make a joke. Uh, it's Laurent's yeah, alarm, yeah. alarm clock already, it's 12. Uh, but um, I mean, no, I mean, Gary, you're right. Uh, that is, it is a terrifying experience to some extent. So, yeah. But also, in, in, I mean, I even had a training camp with him and Magnus, and he was extremely kind, and it was very interesting to talk with him. But whenever I would meet him, I would also, I mean, immediately go to sort of shut down defensive mode in a way. Right? Yeah, you know, you know what I mean, right? You you freeze a little bit, not because he does anything, but his no, presence. No, no, it's just, the, just the because he's Gary. No, no, I mean, he might be extremely friendly and be ready to, ah, oh, hi, good to see you, Jan. But you're immediately somehow extremely alert, right? Yeah, so, no, it didn't look like he was. <laughs> doing anything bad he was just talking very normally very relaxed yeah, yeah. to everybody oh. debating the moves and so on no it's true but yeah it's just uh, just such you, a you make a point out for maybe i never had a bad incident with him like that i'm just shit scared right yeah so it's uh, yeah i don't know about Laurent, but uh, no but i think he's happy about it no i don't uh, i mean like uh, i have had some a long time ago i saw him even in uh we had some training camp you know french boys and he was very very friendly but then yeah. I did, I never dared to say hi to him when no, he no. didn't come to me. I mean, I played this one of these stuff countries too in Paris. So he was again very friendly. But the next year I just went as a guest. I didn't say, I mean, like, yeah, when he enters the room, I mean, you just, I think, he, of course, he understands it. I don't know if it's, if you don't do that, then you get disturbed all the time. So maybe that's the reason. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's clear I that even, I play. Also, you do it a bit out of respect, no? You feel like every if every random guy like me comes in and says hi or something, like okay, yeah. let, let the guy be peaceful as well, yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm never sure. You feel a bit awkward because I I just walk by him, um, and he's staying there, it's five meters away. But yeah, I feel like yeah, mm -hmm. he has this presence. Don't don't bother the man, although it might no, be. No. It looks like you feel different, feel similarly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Other than that, what happened in the players' lounge? No, not much really. You're you're sitting there. Ah, we can do our beloved category. What parents or grandparents were there? Let's go through this. Also, you said food was great. Uh, is Polish food or just international cuisine? You're uh, cutting out here for me. Okay, I yeah, was trying. You, you you cannot hear me. On okay, and off. We can now. Okay. No, I was asking, you were praising Polly's uh, food, the food there. It was like Polish food or more international? No, mainly more more international, but I was uh, very impressed with uh, wherever we were downtown. Um, Warsaw, but yeah, we just ate. Our usual nonsense, a lot of sushi. Ramen, Indian, Thai, Getting international cuisine, now. but you had all the options at very, very affordable prices in nice locations nearby. So, no, I was very impressed with the city. Mm -hmm. 
Anyway, parents, grandparents. Yeah, let's have a look. Duda? Wait. And uh, I don't know Duda already. I Maybe someone was visiting, but I'm not 100% sure. I think Duda's mom might have been visiting. Yeah. Levon's dad? Levon's dad I didn't see. No, he was in Vike, but I didn't see him here. Wesley was, was with Lotus, of course. Maxime brought a friend who Laurent probably knows. French yeah. guy, seemed very friendly. And Peace. Julien. Julien. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. Uh, I mean, he's coming, I think, on a, on a regular basis to, to visit Maxime. And yeah, it's nice to, to have a friend who is a chess player, but not not too good, let's say. So, yes. yeah. It's you like you, you <laughs> want there to, to, to give. <laughs> To give advices, so yeah, it's nice. Uh-huh. Magnus all by himself as debated. Rapport, yeah, was with his regular second. I would guess Banush. I've seen him at ah, Banush, yeah. all yeah. all the tournaments recently with Richie. Radek was with his wife. I oh, know not that many parents actually. Dirk was with the mom. And Shevchenko, I think, with the maybe the grandmother showed up. I'm not sure. I think so. But yeah, no, actually, not that many parents. And Giri was only with you, right? Giri was just with me. No parents. No parents. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. No, we, we had a good time. Yeah, result for Anish, not great, obviously. But to what to do? Overall, yeah, it was a, was a very nice event. Is it insulting to ask if Giri cares? But because my impression is he cares much more about the classical chess than these kind of events. Yeah, I, I think he cares. Also, I don't know anybody who likes. No, of course. I mean, do, doing badly when when things are going. But yeah, of course we. Yeah, it's a different vibe with classical events. But also, yeah, for me, of course, because the preparation for one opponent, it's more more serious. While here, it's much more about. Relaxing and so on, and I think he got better in rapid and blitz, but clearly it's not his his specialty compared compared to classical. Well, at some oh, yeah, point, yeah. no, I think it almost like he was quite better in blitz, but rapid less so in a way. I, I don't know if results was uh, reflecting that at some point. Maybe not. I don't know actually. Like I think he had some good champions chess tours, but not not that many. Yeah, at some point and, he was doing yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Maybe one of those, no, but yeah. <laughs> but overall, yeah, I, he hasn't been as stable, of course. I, I can't recall any any very very good results he did um, in over the board, uh, rapid and blitz in this grand chess tour. No, normally he like, hasn't been crushing. I'm sure some were were decent, but yeah, his better results. I think I've been in the, in classical. Oh yeah, he did win yeah. the Magnus Carlsen Invitational. In the, in the Champions Chess Tour. Mm-hmm. And also last yeah, World so. Championship in Blitz, he was doing pretty well, right? I, I thought he was in contention for a medal, more or less. No? I think he was fine in both. Yeah, you finished like fifth in Rapid yeah. Blitz. No, he's not weak or anything, but yeah. Yeah, he's not a favorite to, to win these events. Like, No, no, he's not a specialist. I mean, if anything, he's more a classical specialist, but of course, he's just generally a good player. So that, uh, Yeah, yeah, also, it's, it's the usual. Yeah, small things in Rapid, like uh, a bunch of good positions. Yeah, you lose uh, one of the winning positions, and then, yeah, your tournament turns a bit. But yeah, no, it wasn't a disaster, but obviously not a giant success for 
for Anish. Wesley, Wesley stable as usual. He's just yeah. a rock, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, and Maxim, oh. yes, his ups and downs, you feel that he's more, his uh, style uh, fits uh, more this rapid and blitz than, let's say, gay. Uh, while in classical, he's not doing, uh, he's doing, I mean, gay is doing better in classical, but uh, yeah, he, he needs to have a good day. He can have a good day. He can have a winning streak as uh, as Magnus. He can win five, five six games, you know. He did, no, uh, at least four in a row. It. He won on the last day in Blitz. No, Max seems just a very good chess player. And in Rappelin Blitz, he doesn't get targeted in the opening. I would guess that's the biggest advantage he has. That in classical, of course, people try to hit him a little more. While in Rappelin Blitz, yeah, that problem is not there. Maybe we'll get fixed now with the new, with the new team, Maxim. Still, but I think yeah, he's obviously an amazing player. So in Rappelin Blitz, especially in Blitz, if things go well. He can just go on streaks because normally it's not big theoretical debates. No, I mean, people just play. <laughs> yeah, but also but, he's very um, he's very good in this time scramble. You know, he's very yeah, yeah, exactly. Very sharp. He's oh, very, very sharp fast, tactically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's very fast. He doesn't care. Uh, he has this style. He doesn't care if he has a bad position. I mean, he still plays fast. You know, is um, uh, very you know practical and pragmatic. And uh, yeah, it's, it does maybe work. it's typical that that him and Magnus is doing quite well at the end when you know people get tired, care less about preparation and stuff like this. They will have these kind of streaks. Yeah, and uh, feels like Laurent is saying a, a letter every three seconds. Yeah. No, I didn't say anything. <laughs> I, I I fully agree. <laughs> Sorry, you you zoned out a bit here for us, ah. but we agree. Maxime is very good. Mm -hmm. Also, Duda, actually, I mean, it's the same. With very little time, he just doesn't blunder and keeps the game going, keeps being tricky. It's it's very impressive. Levon, fifth place, was nominated last minute because world champion Ding Liren decided to take a well-deserved break with True from the tournament. Yeah, Levon played well. Still got it. Yep. No, it was a nice event overall. Not that much other than that to report. I think we lost the one. Shut up, Siri. Oh, Siri is the you know great friend of my five-year-old. They are having a lot of talks together. So. Your five-year-old is not on ChatGPT yet? Yeah. No, no, no. Well, maybe we are yeah, <laughs> far behind over here. I'm sorry. But uh, that's the Siri stuff. So let's have a look at what other events we have in the chess world. I frankly haven't followed many others. But there was the Chess Kid Cup, part of the Champions Chess Tour, where in Division 1, sadly, of course, Anish, who qualified, had to cancel because it clashed with the Grand Chess Tour. I think there was some mentioned another player who also had to cancel. Other cases, yeah. So Carlson maybe also couldn't play. Shevchenko. Yeah. No, but I mean, well. it's, it's very weird to play. We already discussed that. And it didn't happen only in Division 1. Also because of Sharjah, some people had to cancel. The, you know, they are playing a qualifier for a tournament they cannot play in. Which is... I mean, you should, should sign something. That's, if you qualify, you should play. I mean, it's a bit ridiculous. But uh, yeah, it was a nice event to follow. Actually, I was paid to to follow it, so... Uh, I was 
commentating in French. I was amazed by uh, Abdou Sator. I mean, that was amazing. What he did from start to finish was amazing. So stable, uh, so good, so well prepared. Actually, he's preparing well for these uh, matches, online matches. Everything looks so good. His technique uh, clearly improved. I mean, like, uh, just a machine. And um, my French boys didn't do so well. Uh, Jules. Uh, Jules won a couple of matches. So against uh, Kolars and uh, Shimanov. But he lost against the big guys, uh, Abdou Satov and, um, and Fabi. Fabi also did well, but Abdou Satov was just uh, too good for him. And uh, yeah, so that's very impressive. And Ali Azar just knocked out uh, Naka, who lost two matches. So his first two matches. The first one against Jordan and then against Aliaza. So that was a bit weird to see Naka out after kicked out after only one and a half day, but that's how it is. And but Aliaza didn't do so well. So it was all about uh, Abdu Sator, which was uh, amazing performance in terms of um, results and in terms of play. In my opinion, it was just I, I was. Well, I mainly have two questions. Okay, what happened to Naka? Because we generally consider him and Magnus clearly the best. And, well, Abdul Satorov, do we think he's basically the real deal? He's just incredibly strong. I saw the first question. Nakamura complained that he was traveling. The, he's playing Norwiches, so he was traveling the, the day before to Norway. So long trip, uh, jet lagged. And also, I mean, uh, he's playing uh, against Jordan. He can lose, no? And uh, against Aliaza, I mean, this is just, I think it's a 50-50 match. So uh, it's a bit of a surprise. But uh, he travels the day before uh, losing to Jordan. So he was complaining, I think, on Twitter on that. And, uh, yeah, Abdus Satov now I'm... Um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. Abdus Satov and Gukesh are my boys in this... Uh, uh, junior ranking list, for sure. I mean, of course, Aliaz are still the, the favorite, but uh, uh, Abu and Gukesh comes. Like, I mean, Abu in Rapid is just amazing. But okay, he was world champion a couple of years ago, so that's totally a surprise. First of all, I'd like to praise Laurent's math. We consider Magnus and Nakamura the clear number one and two, so they have a 50-50 chance against Ali Reza. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, 60-40 if you prefer, or 55-55. No, 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 it's, it's fine, of course. That that can happen. Yeah, with Abdus Satorov, it also feels like he's he's getting better, like, all the time, and the way he carries himself, like, we saw him in action in Vike, then also, okay, Dusseldorf, he didn't have a great tournament, but in this Armageddon series, which I think he also won, or maybe he lost the final, I know, he lost the finals to Gukesh. But yeah, he's just very very serious, looks very fit, Looks very motivated, very optimistic. Just, he looks like a complete sportsman who just keeps improving. And yeah, I think he's going to be nasty. He has a lot of things going for him. Also mentally, no. work ethic. Like, uh, I'm impressed with the kid as well. His, his attitude is just amazing. I yeah. mean, even his background, when he's on camera, even his background, I mean, it's just perfect. You know, everything is uh, on the right place. You can see behind him. I mean, uh, he comes well prepared, uh, well dressed, uh, his hair. His hairs are good. I mean, like uh, a, a pro. I mean, he's coming half an hour before the, the, the match starts. 
Uh, I mean, just everything is perfect. Yeah, and this attitude is really, it doesn't lose. If he blunders something, uh, which happens very early, then it doesn't tilt. I mean, so it will be, yeah, it looks like uh, on a mission. And of course, you, is, I mean, like, you have to think, when I'm commentating his games, I'm thinking about Kasparov. When I see him, his attitude, everything, I mean, it looks like Kasparov to me. So that's, of course, very, very impressive. Yeah, I agree. Looks like a very, very tough sportsman. The posture, everything. Yeah, also very impressed. How old is he? He's nineteen or something. Like it's only yeah. nineteen. Okay. Look at times. Scary. Mm-hmm. No, no. Yeah. Very, very strong. Yeah, from a German perspective, of course. Shout out to Dimitri Collars. First of all, who qualified for Division One, which is not not a given, and <sighs> then won his first match. Against Ali Reza, which, yeah, it's also a rare, rare achievement, of course. Ali Reza said afterwards, he had no chance. That might have been a bit of a strong statement because Ali Reza had a mouse slip in a winning position, which led to him being down 2-1 instead of up 2-1. Then, yeah, it was 2-2. And he lost the Armageddon, but a very strong outing from, from Dimitri Collars. Congratulations. Very focused, very well prepared. German yeah. school of chess. Uh, I, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I didn't know the guy much. And I, uh, yeah, I played, I saw that match against Elias. And uh, that was a good one. I mean, already, I, 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 I mean, before the match, I didn't think it would, it would be a fight uh, at all because I thought Elias would just uh, cause. But uh, yeah, he came very well prepared. And it's true that uh, that's the difference between Elias and. Uh, Abdusatov, that it's clear that Aliaza uh, doesn't take it as seriously as uh, Abdusatov uh, does uh, these online events. So that makes a huge difference at the end of the day. Do I hear criticism of Ali Reza? <laughs> just, okay. No, it's a choice. I mean, it's a choice. It doesn't exist. There's no way chess coming up. So, yeah, he just plays, you know. No, he, I mean, he wants to win, of course. So who likes to lose, as you pointed out before in the show? But uh, not, you feel, he's not as well prepared as Abdusatov, not as focused, he's tilting more. So you can feel it's not as important for him as it is for, for Abdusatov. But actually, Abdusatov may be the only one. With Fabi, actually, Fabi is very focused, uh, very well prepared all the time. So Kawana is taking uh, those events very, very seriously as well. That's why he's doing well, I guess. Yeah, it's also... There is good money at stake, no? It's not like all these guys need yeah. money, but you can make make money in these online events from home, so I think they're just being professionals taking taking it seriously. It's Yeah, it's good to see. No, but I don't think... I don't know what's your opinion on that, but I don't think Naka and Magnus they are more in the Fioja uh, bracket, I would say. They are incredibly good, so that's why they're over, I mean, like, they are winning a crazy number of events. But I think they are more in the, the Fioja category that, uh, I mean, like, they, they don't, I mean, like, uh, Abdusatov is playing something in the first white game, then you can be sure that in the, in the, in the, in the second white game in the match, he, he will change. He will change his, uh, his, he will have another idea. So that's kind of, you know, shows a, uh, Professionalism. So I don't think it's the same for, for Naka or Magnus. 
Mag Magnus brings me to the French Alps. I assume it's not just for conversations and company, right? It's also to do chess. Are you sure? <laughs> was it was it to do chess? Uh, soft chess, yeah. You might not notice it, but yeah, there is. Because uh, he yeah, literally but... said he prioritized spending time with family before yeah. the matches there. No, no, preparing. of course. But I mean, well, yeah, yeah. He would do all kind of stuff with his family, but then I would still, you know, tell him, you know, do this, do that, and something like that. So that's your defense of his professionalism. <laughs> no, I'm just. I mean, his uh, things are are working for him. I think he's trying to. I think he's trying to win. I mean. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, no, no. no. What I'm trying to say is that he's. Uh, yeah, he has a. He's always had a different approach. No, like mm -hmm. more of a. I don't know what do you want to call it to a work life balance and intuitive. And doing things his own way, and we can't really no, argue of course. with his I mean, online results. If he goes skiing five hours before the games, so of course you can argue. Then you're not taking it hundred percent seriously. But uh, yeah, I mean, but, that's what I mean. No, I I, I get Laurent's point to some extent. That of course, uh, Abdusazor seems even more hungry in, in a way. But I still think that these events they they work well when the players really care, right? And uh, I mean, at least some of them doing is important. If, you know, people just show up, place and go home, then somehow... Well, it, well, I think it, it's also just a different different approach, no? Like uh, Abdus Satorov and Fabi, they would probably... Yeah. Yeah. No, I get up at this time, then I have breakfast, then I prepare, then I rest, then I show up. Well, Magnus seems to be doing better often if he's just at ease, just going with the flow, and then he will still try very hard to crush people, and normally he does. Yeah, I think it's just... Yeah. yeah, a more organized versus a more intuitive mm -hmm. style to some extent. Although, yeah, I don't know. I guess Magnus also thinks about what time he should get up and what time he eats uh, what and so on. Like, yeah, it's it's hard to say. It's just yeah. his yeah. ways are less less yeah. obvious to us. No, I guess that the argument would be preserving energy for when it matters. But uh, well, it's a fine fine line, obviously. But yeah, mm -hmm. hmm. yeah, that doesn't match with the. With the five hours of skiing. Anyway, Laurent's point Mental is well taken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Abdus Satorov is, uh, mm -hmm. is a very, very impressive guy. No, but and I yeah. mean, do we see him already as a contender for the next World Championship cycle? Maybe we do? Yeah, I do. He has to make the candidates like everybody. Yeah. But he's rapidly improving. He's already not far behind in rating. He scored, what, plus four in Vike or plus, plus three? Yeah, how many how many spots in uh, in World Cup? I think three. So of course he will be one of the many contenders. But you know, World Cup is a is a mix of uh, classical and rapid. So I mean, is uh, is uh, clearly clearly uh, one of the, the big guys there already in the last. I think a bit Giri, you know, uh, in the last World Cup. So he was already incredibly good. Oh, well, I mean, he beat someone very, very strong, one of the top guys. Maybe it was Aronian, I, I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, in this format of World Cup, I can see him. Yeah, so I think I, I can see it's, it's one of the guys who I, I won't be surprised to, to see in the, in the last man's uh, standing there. So we'll see. But he has a chance for sure. Yeah, I think you can make a similar argument for... Everybody. For 10 other people, I'm not sure if he's superior in the mixed format yet, but that he is very, very scary, I think it's hard, it's hard to disagree with. Um, 
and yeah, the other ways to qualify for the candidates are there's one spot from this Grand Swiss that's even tougher, of course. You have to win a giant open. Is it one or two? I keep forgetting. Maybe it's I two. think I think two. Two, yeah. I think two. And there's one by hating, and one will be for I mean if Magnus doesn't play, then Ali is no, there's two for the two for the tour. It's two for the tour. No, it's one for the yeah, tour. Yeah, two no? for the overall tour. The Sfide. I thought only one. For pretty sure. I think it's one and one by rating. It's one for the tour and one, one for the. I it was two from the tour. One by rating. One by Nepomnishi. That's four. Uh, and then three no, plus it's, two. It's, yeah. it's, it's, you mentioned. No, you mentioned three in one cup. Three from yeah, the. Three World Cup. Three two, World Cup. I know. Yeah, I'm not sure from, if it's. Two from the Swiss. One maybe? from the Grand Swiss or and two from the overall two. tour. No, no, no. I think it's uh, okay. People will correct me if I'm not, but I think it's three from the from the World Cup, two from the Swiss. So that's uh, five, one Nepomniachtchi, one rating, and one one two. That's all. That's eight. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. Why do we have this big so, tour if there's what just one spot? Well, this tour, tour again. Don't talk about it. It just. Yeah. It was just instead of the of the Grand Chess Tour, it became this instead because well, I don't know. Anyway, of the Grand Prix, whatever it was called, yeah, like yeah, yeah, Fede yeah. Grand Prix. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean before the elections, they announced it should, the Grand Chess Tour would have be a qualifier, but then they they changed okay, the, okay, ch- changed okay. it afterwards. Uh-huh. So it's actually uh, yeah, fair enough. Out of seven, which are given in the World Cup, so this is almost half of the spot. So if you are good in this uh, knockout format and rapid. In this rapids, and you are, you you have better chances. So yes, it's good for for these young guys who can uh, also. Yeah, but also, uh, you, it's, it's, it's you very that do we have any historic evidence that young guys are doing well in the World Cup? I thought very often it's the veterans, no, Svedler, Kayakin. I don't know. I don't have the stats in front of me. Rajabov, Ding were in the finals last time. Levon, MVL usually goes deep. I'm not sure yeah, it's good for no. the. Young guys, I think, is also a lot of experience but, in pacing yourself. Well, when, but also, Laurent says when you're good at knockout. But I would say Magnus is excellent at knockout, but he still hasn't won World Cup. They're just difficult uh, statistically to win. Okay, he didn't play that many, and he was no. kind of close last time. Yeah, of course. I mean, he did I play mean, it twice sad. when he was clearly the best player player in the world without winning it, right? So I think it's uh, it's a tough event to sort of win in a controlled manner, obviously. Of course. I think even Kasparov no. at his peak was not statistically a favorite to win, as I recall the calculations. No, when world champions were determined by it, I mean, we got some, some great players, but yeah, normally not. With the exception think... of Vichy, right? Not uh, top 10 players. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of Talisman, those three... Yeah. Bono, Kasim. Bono, Kasim, no? Like, yeah, but it's clear that out of the three qualifiers from the World Cup, it will be like at least one surprise. I mean, one guy we don't expect, like, uh, I don't know, Andrei Kin or someone like that, you know. Someone who is solid, uh, 27, 10, 20. Why is Andrei Kin a surprise? He's a former World Cup finalist. Yeah, but uh, it would be a surprise, no? Yeah, I guess. I guess that's fair. <laughs> or at least half a surprise, yeah? Yeah, yeah. 
Although in this format, yeah, he's a well-known rapid specialist. He he made the World Cup finals before. Yeah, yeah. Let's I'm just. Not, I would I'm be. Sure I would be a big are. surprise. I would be a big surprise. If I, if you I would. You would surprise me. No offense. Well, you're you, not, yeah, you're you not make the qualified. candidates qualified. Right? Yeah. I'm qualified. I'm playing. Really for the World Cup? Yeah. How? Olympia. French wild card. Are you getting the French? They seriously. France is giving the wild card to you. I'm the highest rated who played, who didn't qualify for the World Cup and who played in the Olympiad. I am by far, actually. <laughs> no, it's not like I'm the highest rated, but I'm by far the highest rated. The two of the one are Cornet and Maurizio. So I'm like 80 points ahead or 60, I don't know. Wow. I, I don't like it. I, I know. I, I knew it was. Uh, <laughs> it was going to be a bad news. But see you in Baku. If Magnus plays, then uh, oh, maybe I will be back because I have to play the first round. You know, with two hundred six players. So maybe we just <laughs> we just meet at the airport. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Fida, you are doing something wrong. Are you, are you going, Peter, to Baku? <laughs> uh, with whom? Magnus. Is he playing? I don't know. No, me neither. He may play. <laughs> I'm going. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. Wow. Have a great time. He, okay. he has to sign the contract before 2nd of June, but they may make uh, uh, an exception for, for him. You can, make you can probably still get in. Yeah, yeah. I think, why not? I mean, Magnus, it's possible that he, he will play. I mean, he's never won it. So that could be a, a good motivation. No? His, so pla- it's fun, no? his plan is to qualify yeah. for the candidates. We are. Uh, Rating, we are the feeder tour, we are the World Cup. No, just to win the World Cup, you know. He played the World Cup when it was in order to qualify for a match against himself. No, it's not like he (laughs) needs any sense. I should not try and use uh, logic here. I agree. But uh, we we will see. Yeah, maybe we can can have a big big chicken dinner in Baku. Oh, that would be amazing. So you're going there, Early, probably, yeah. I'm going there, yeah. We should uh, have to win we the first. schedule. We you have to meet. win the first round. Yeah, yeah. If Magnus is not going, are you looking for seconds, Don Laurent? Yeah, okay. <laughs> that would be... No, no. I'm no, sorry. No, but, uh, no I'm uh, not... Uh, yeah, if it's... If you are offering some of your golf time to 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 give to your old friend for, um, for you know, for a dinner, let's say, in exchange of a nice dinner, then, then I will take your help, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, but, golf time yeah, no, is I'm not, not, uh, not uh, going to be wasted. Nice dinner that. that translates. He he values your work at 50 euros. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. <laughs> nice to know. No, very nice dinner. Come on. <laughs> okay. I, I, I will get wine while, while you will get a beer. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> you can have a scargo. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Scargo. Okay, so we'll be we'll be going to the World Cup. I'm not going to Norway chess, which starts in like three days. I'll be doing commentary in German. Very exciting. Oh. Um, but Peter is going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm flying Monday morning. You you scared me a bit when you said Nakamura is already there. I was wondering has has the, the is there already as well? Has has the event started? But it starts Monday. No, but but yeah, the problems are professionals. No, but also I mean if they would finish the event. So 26, I mean, the, the the event was finishing Friday 26, then you need to travel from US on Saturday. I mean, he didn't know that he would lose in uh, in two days. I mean, he didn't expect that, I guess. So 
I guess it was clever That's to right. do the travel before the tournament. I mean, you can you cannot travel during when the tournament is going on, on even if it's online. I mean, it's a bit tricky. It's a reason. No, it makes a lot of sense not yeah. to have one day and then try to fight jet lag and travel. Yeah. So they, up to Sadorov, also went there to play the Champions Chess Tour. And I mean, I'm trying to land like four o'clock with Blitz starting at six. I mean, I don't know which kind of signal I'm trying to send to my boss, but. Uh... <laughs> The usual. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will play the French League, guys. So that will be super oh, that's good I will report from the French League. You will you make daily on... YouTube videos about your games for the Chicken Chess Club channel? No, no, no. I mean, I, it depends. Yeah, you, you, want, you want to recap longer than the game or how does that work? So. I mean, what time do the games start? Like three, I would guess. So you could yeah. start recording three fifteen. Um, I mean, we can we yeah. can have the videos up at four. And sounds sounds excellent. You think you will have one of these uh, Berlin repetition games in the tournament? I don't want to give away my iPad to us. So let's see. Uh, okay. I don't. <laughs> uh, do you know that this, this Berlin repetition I had like fifteen times, never as white. So I mean, wow. I'm still I'm still, I'm still too proud of that to. To, to make it, you know, as white and as black, I don't want to give away my my beautiful uh, repertoire. But I may play <laughs> E5 after one E4. Maybe, maybe, maybe. No, seriously, is there any, any other open you, opening you could play except the Berlin? Yeah. Marshall. Ah, you did some, did you do some chessable thing? Or... Yeah. Uh, I didn't finish, but Shreshnikov, oh, so Marshall is so there. A, I mean, last summer I played uh, Marshall against Bakotov. After, after, some, after the match, uh, Laurent had some, had some improvements in the Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had some work done in the Marshall by some uh, handsome man on the beach uh, you know, <laughs> whom I met in Thailand. I mean, I thought it was, uh, he, he keeps claiming it's it's a good opening, and you know what? I didn't have to pay for that. I was even paid for that. So that, that's amazing. That's a, uh, amazing stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, no, Peter doesn't like what uh, he's uh, gets saying. Annoyed, uh, I mean, like, to you, to you, it's just a joke. It's just a joke. <laughs> We're not kidding. Don't worry. I will play the Berlin. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I like the silence. We should do a segment to cheer Peter up, yeah? After all, it's yeah. his birthday week. I mean, it is his birthday week. He's 50. Yeah. Can you believe? 50 minutes of Fide? I don't think I'm ready. Well, I am, of course, but uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that would be too much. I think. Well, also, I mean, you're skipping the correspondence segment, but actually a move has happened since last time. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, you know, you're for the door. Oh, no, we've gotten into the situation that he has uh, two pawns against my knight, and that's all. I think we can both claim a draw due to table basis, but I don't know if there's some kind of psychological mind game going on. Or, well, for my sake, it's just I don't know which button to click, to be honest. So I'm just making moves still. But, uh, that game is probably not exciting. Okay, yeah, no, silence. Sorry, I zoomed out. You're, you're making draws and yeah. correspondence. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Ah, you actually want me to start the feeder segment, okay? No, I can tell you before. I'm not sure if this applies to the feeder segment, but as I said, I was a big fan of the city of Warsaw, which yeah, 
We had a lot of nice walks, nice dinners. And there you can see Ukrainians very integrated in, I don't know how you want to call it, in the picture of the city. You see a lot of Ukrainian flags, but you also see a lot of a lot of businesses like Lviv croissants and a lot of uh, Ukrainian Ukrainian bars and so on. And I can't I can't tell. I guess it's it's been a year, and there are also a lot of Ukrainians there. But it feels like it's more natural or nicer in a way than it's in Germany, where people also also come, but I don't see like this this merging with the with the city in Hamburg or Berlin, like I've seen in Warsaw. So. Yeah, I'm not sure what that has to do with your segment, but no, it was, it was good to see. It's yeah. it's typical, uh, I think, this part of Eastern Europe. You see it the same in the Balticum. I mean, in, in Vilnius, it's also, I mean, Ukrainian restaurants, but a ton of Ukrainian flags everywhere and, and, and stuff like this. Uh, so, so Now, before you start, fun, but... I would like to say that that's the first time I will listen to your video segment from, from a balcony. So I will go there and listen to it. That will make it more enjoyable. Yeah, I will... I will listen from a coffee machine. <laughs> okay. Well, you just tell me when you guys have positioned yourself comfortably either at the balcony or away from hearing. and then we can I'm, I'm like okay. two meters away, so good. Okay. 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 Good. Well, uh, welcome to the FIDE uh, section special edition. Well, I think in, in two weeks there will be a so-called solidarity match happening in Georgia organized by FIDE. And well, in my opinion, it's simply almost in, in, insulting. I mean, well, FIDE doing a solidarity match. Well, they don't mention for what, but it's obvious that Georgian players against Ukrainians is uh, obviously connected to, to Russian invasion of these countries. But at the exact same time of the solidarity match happening in Georgia, there is also a, a youth world cadet championship uh, in Georgia. I think even in the same uh, city, Batumi. And there we will see no Ukrainian kids playing, while there is uh, around, at present, 100 uh, players registered under the, the, the FIDE flag, which means Russian and Belarusians. So, I mean, talking about solidarity uh, by FIDE towards Georgia and especially Ukraine feels extremely hollow when, while they are organizing a match for two strong Ukrainian female grandmasters, um, the, the Mutichuk sisters, is in principle nice. But if at the same time you don't give any considerations to Ukrainian kids who should be possible to, to play this event, but they can't play due to Russian participation, I think, well, talking about solidarity is just uh, wrong. I mean, again, solidarity to a couple of professionals, you can argue is nice, but I mean, that Ukrainian kids isn't reality sort of uh, prevented from playing is just horrible. I mean... Kids are suffering terrible from, from this war. I spoke, uh, well, I have a Ukrainian go golf body, and he talks about his, his kids, obviously heavily affected of the, the first days of the war with, uh, you know, bombing planes flying over the city, city in Kharkiv, dropping bombs and such. I think that it is, well, solidarity should especially be against uh, Ukrainian kids who have suffered so much, and that to have events happening without Ukrainian uh, young players and at the same time state that you have a solidarity match is just uh, horribly wrong. Well, then also there is, of course, the, the FIDE connections and the special Dvorkovic connections towards Georgia and uh, Ukraine. Again, FIDE organizing a solidarity event. I mean, jo uh, Georgia was invaded by Russia in 2008. Uh, it was 
just when Medvedev has became president and Dvorkovich was his uh, perhaps main advisor. And the same Ukraine in, in, in 2014 and uh, 15, there was uh, annexation of Crimea, then there was invasion of eastern Ukraine by, by Russian troops. Again, with uh, Dvorkovich being then the uh, sort of deputy prime minister under Medvedev. I mean, just to say that we have solidarity with these countries, I think is it's very weak when we are completely aware how FIDE has been financed for uh, a lot of years. And then, I mean, it becomes more like a, a political tool to, to, to do something rather weak rather than sort of actually trying to, to change our uh, posi- pos- uh, political perspective. Uh, of smaller things, perhaps it could be mentioned that since last time, um, Dvorkovic's wife has now been sanctioned by, by Ukraine. She has a, a leading position in, in Metalurk Magnigotorsk, I think the, uh, it's called. It's a Russian steel company, incredibly huge, and uh, she has now been, been sanctioned uh, due to that. I mean, well, the steel company is obviously connected to the Russian military uh, industry, uh, especially the Ural Wagon Savot uh, factory, perhaps I, I would mention that produces Russian tanks, but that's perhaps minor. I would say. I guess also you see the, the political implications of the event just happening in Cyprus right now, with the, again Ukrainian players uh, not playing and the Russians participating and even winning the overall standings there. But generally, I just wanted to talk about this um, solidarity match. I think there has been great solidarity events, like you saw a solidarity match by. In London, for instance, but FIDE doing a solidarity match, uh, I think it's just uh, it's just as hypocritical as it gets. And now we will invite Jan and uh, Fres back to the, the segment. Oh. Are Fres is still here? No? Yeah, I'm back. Yeah. No, I left and I, I came back. You left and you're back. Six okay, months. okay. No, I... I listened. I, I listened. Yeah, thanks. I also, I'm sorry, but during the segment, I always... Uh, Stop watching you guys on cameras because there is too much smirking and stuff going on. So that, uh, that is very okay. confusing. Yeah, probably that's how you feel on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. So at least okay, we will have Jan back at some. Uh, yeah, at some point maybe. Then, yeah. No, no. So what's the next topic? We finish no, on that, or I don't know. Now we we talk a little. I don't know. Jan is actually left for good. It seems. I mean, we. We would normally take some questions. He would say something in Dutch, but it seems uh, seems not really possible. Uh, we don't have any I questions. Complain a bit more about Fide, but I think I've done it enough already. Um, yeah. I complained about my wildcard, which is uh, no. I it's think it's, bit, uh, it's it's wrong. It's wrong to give uh, wildcard to every country. I mean, like in this Olympiad stuff, but yeah. I mean that I actually have a complaint about that. The point is that well, it gives the federation power over a lot of these things, yeah. so the federations can delegate it to someone, and that uh, helps you know sleek guys like you who can suck up to people like Koyatli, while you know principal guys like me we don't get. Right? No, no I, I'm a bit serious. It actually gives power to federation to delegate wildcards instead of some kind of mathematical systems, which I kind of dislike. Yeah, but. Um, well, did, also I would say French that from the French Federation did something to, I mean, the new president not quietly uh, did something like for all this wildcard, it's uh, the um, the highest rated eligible guy who is qualified all the time. I mean, they, they made something very automatic, very yeah, yeah. you know straight. Mm-hmm. So I knew actually 
Like when I heard about this wildcard, I knew it would be me because uh, it's automatic, you know. They decided there is no committee, yeah, there yeah. is no, you know, uh, it's the simplest <laughs> way and uh, the most fair, I guess. Because it's the same for women. But, so how do you do it? I mean, it's the same like when, let's say, how, let's say our French uh, female players are all around 2,400. So 10 points difference. So how, how, how do you select people? I mean, this is very difficult. Yeah. But of course, rating also becomes possible to, you know, manipulate to some extent. I mean, I still have a high yeah, rating just... because I don't play. So you also yeah. need to have some rules. It is not easy. And Jan is back. Yeah. No, no, I'm fascinated by the the conversation. Well, where... also, you have the power to uh, give a German wildcard, I assume, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, while in France they had these democratic systems, you're just a dictator doing it, I assume. Yeah. No, yeah, I want to have more dictatorial powers because four players are by rating, and yeah, you need the rating and a number of games, and I can only give one wild card, which I want to nominate the whole team, frankly. Ah, no, but I meant for the World Cup, uh, the extra spot. I don't think I have that power. Well, okay. I don't know actually. Should I know this thing? Uh... I ideally deadline for is in five days. But ah, okay, okay. That's yeah. Time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you have, if you're a captain, if you are a captain in Chennai, can you get the, the wild card? I mean, you could give it to yourself. Sure. <clears throat> maybe, maybe I can play the World Cup. You're opening up new new <laughs> yeah. doors here, Peter. Yeah, I'm pretty and sure I'm the are... highest rated uh, eligible. And... And second no, year at the same no, time. No, because you, you, you didn't play. You didn't play. He doesn't. In he doesn't need me in the first round. Yeah. So what? Why do I have to play in Olympiad? Because it, I mean, um, to be eligible, you need to play in the, in the Olympiad. For this those are the rules. That's a weird yeah. rule. But there oh, again, cool. I come in by by making this rule. They sort of, you know. Give the players less leverage when they have to negotiate fee from the for the national federations yeah, for playing the, the Olympiad. Okay. Also, again, my, what, my question is: ah. Can you go to the World Cup as, let's say, a second or a player? And once your job there is finished, can you then join the appeals committee, or is that yeah, a that's a pity? Of yeah, I'm losing. I'm losing I mean, my. You my don't job. have to do it while you're active. No. Just just afterwards. That would be nice. Because you're there already. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a win-win, no? Like, uh, yeah, makes sense. But I, also, uh, shouldn't the appeal committee be there permanently for the whole event? Or yeah, we'll be there for the Fide. whole event. We're willing to do it either simultaneously. We can do it while doing our other jobs, or once our other jobs are finished, we can switch. Then focus exclusively on our jobs in the appeals committee. Whatever is more convenient. In, in case Magnus is not doing it, I can even do it via Zoom if they want me just to. Peter, so, you're not included in this conversation. No, no offense. No, no, no. Okay. I mean, you will offer to do it for free <laughs> and so on. I mean, you will, you will kill the business. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, we service of, service of chess. Yeah, no, please. We want to do appeal committee for, for money. But also, I mean, if... I mean, if Tregobov can be married to one of the players, why can't you second one Oof. of the players? It's a less committing engagement, I would say. <laughs> Depends. Um, yeah, I think you can do both. You can be married to the players and 
and second then. <laughs> well, so, I mean, are you an official second? I mean, it's not like we sign any kind of paper, right? We just go there, is my impression. Speak for yourself. I, I signed some papers. Okay. No, He's an official no, no, but not towards Fidia. You are, you are not, in, not informing Fidia that you are... Come no, on, Peter. We, we, you, you know we Fide, sent him if you're to, watching. to spy on Gay. I mean, that was a deal. I mean, I... Could be, okay, now. Hmm. For the match of... Uh, I'm very, thousand. very available for double agenting, triple agenting, <laughs> appeals agenting, like... Yeah. Uh, you name it. Just yeah. talk to me. Emil, you know how to reach me. It's, it's <laughs> not wrong. Don't you worry. No, no I, I think, Jan, uh, for think... the 2028 match, he will be uh, second of uh, Magnus Anish. It will be a gay Carlsen match and member of appeals committee while being in Thailand. That's I can see. <laughs> <laughs> I think 2028 will be a Gary Carlson match. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Rather bold statement, in my opinion. <laughs> Prediction. But yeah, Prediction time. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. No, that sounds extremely fair because I worked for both, then I will be extra, extra impartial. But um, what about this World Teams thing in Dusseldorf? There you could be an appeals committee member. Oh, that, yeah, but I'm busy there. I'm already a captain. And yeah, I have, to, uh, I have to do the training camp before. No, it's, no. So uh, yeah, I'll I'll be busy. But yeah, this, it sounds. Not this as an amateur event. You're uh, captain. I mean, oh no. Yeah, I'm I'm the captain. It's not an amateur event. What are you talking about? We got Abdul Satorov, Duda, Wesley, Nepomnishi. They're they're on my team. Okay. Ah yes, it's quite a team. Mm. Ah, so you have a tough job. Yeah. yeah? You put you put Very them tough. on the list every day. <laughs> no, I have to choose the lineup. I also have Pragnananda, Keimer. Only, only four can play. It's not going to be easy. Well, I thought, doesn't there have to be an amateur in the team? There's an amateur. Okay. There's also a women's board, Kostenyuk. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm very committed to, to the team. The training camp is going to be, going to be very fun. So, so who, 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 okay. who is the amateur? Tell us, tell us. Hmm. Um, it's Vadim. Vadim yes, is the amateur. Probably yes. got ah, the Okay, okay. I didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> you didn't see that coming. I, I did. <laughs> so Vadim is the organizer, sponsor of the event. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. Yeah, and a good friend of yours. There's also other well. tough teams. There's also other tough teams. <laughs> of course. Okay. Okay, that's nice. There's a team. I don't know what I can spot, but yeah, it's it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough. Most of the top ten players will be there. I'm not sure Magnus there, but everybody else I think is is there. Maybe I mean, Magnus can start his own team. If Magnus Peter. is not not yeah. playing, you should expect some tweet tweets from me. But let's see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm expecting tweets from you anyway. <laughs> it's an official FIDE event. Of course. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I have even done underground research here in Lithuania. But uh, anyway. No, no, you're where your all your research is done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's good. Anyway, should we end on this high note, or do we have some questions from readers, or do we have to? I don't know. Ask people to I, send, send I, us I got more nothing. Money? Yeah, we got nothing. I think that's it. Time Who's winning? End who, it here. Who wins Norway? Just any quick predictions? I will go for. I don't know. Probably Magnus. I will go for a bold prediction as well. I would say Magnus. Okay. Now, of course, he's the favorite, especially with this format. He won. What, Magnus was. He won all of them with this new format so far. No, he, he, he won the last four times. Yeah. It it was close yeah, with Alieza. 
Yeah. Ali Azai is my second pick. Then, Festo Not Abdus Satorov. Abdus Satorov in a mixed format? Classical yeah. and Blitz? Abdus Satorov will be my, my, my okay. third pick. Okay. No, because, <laughs> I mean... Okay. Why don't you flick in Naka also, also while you're at it? Then you have no, four, no. Yeah. No, I'm not Hikaru? Yeah. No. Okay. okay. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Apologies for no one. all the usual stuff. Still, please give us a lot of stars. Subscribe to do the thing. Very important. That's it. Until next time. Mm -hmm. Bye.